I drop this, turning back the clock to rock shit. I cop it, to knock knock some Mondays. I'm hot bitch. This is the Motor Cop Chronicles podcast with the midweek news. Two law enforcement professionals giving their unfiltered opinions. Be forewarned, they might be triggering. So sit down and hold on. This might get a little bumpy. Here are your hosts, the Iceman and Doc Holiday. Well, welcome. We running late. My fault. <laughs> Had a little technical difficulties today. They had an update and crap wouldn't work right after the update. So it's never working. update on podcast day. No, no, we can't do that ever again. Not good. But I messed it up. I didn't mess it up. The update people messed it up. Yeah. But it's hopefully fixed now. Mm-hmm. So welcome. We're running late, but we're here. Mm. I haven't had any more Karen incidents uh, so far this week. Knock on, knock on some wood. <laughs> keeping, keeping. Uh, I'm going to get some uh, some anti Karen spray. I think that's called Old Spice. <laughs> I don't have or Aqua Blue. One, one or two. I think that might be anti Karen spray. It might be Karen. It might be Karen. Uh, like bait or something attracting, yeah. yeah, like putting deer, you know. Yeah. I think something like deer pee that them hunters put on their boots or something to keep Karen's away. Well, no, what that would that be? No, that'll that'll attract oh, the buck. pee. Yeah. Okay. Uh, will it keep Karen away? I don't know. I need I need some suggestions on anti Karen spray. <laughs> That's a good question. I'm gonna come up with something. I'll figure we got, it out. We got to figure something out on yeah, that. Yeah, I'll right figure there. it out. So <laughs> that would just be fantastic. Uh hope everyone had an uh, uneventful Memorial Day. Like I said before, we uh, Sunday when I was on with Holstera, that uh, let's remember the reason for Memorial Day, unlike some people in government don't know how to do. Yeah, no kidding. Yes, uh, I got the background in Chicago because we're going to be talking some Chicago business tonight. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, I have a lot of, we, we actually, like I said before, Illinois is one of my larger states on uh, listeners, believe it or not. So, One of my old dear friends is uh, watching us on Facebook Live, Miss Tara Langwa. Thank you, Tara, for joining us tonight. We are very appreciative of your support. Yes, everybody that supports. Oh, uh, I'm just going to quick thing. Uh, shout out, I'm not going to say no names. Uh, got a listener in. Oklahoma, got some stuff mailed out to you, like I said. Uh, appreciate you listening. Uh, other listener in Louisiana from another day. Should have got his stuff today, hopefully. Uh, or not. Uh, this Sunday, if everything works out, I'm going to have a law enforcement. K, my first canine guy on. It, uh, actually, he's uh, he's got a pretty decent following on TikTok. If you want to go check it out, it's uh, Canine Maximus 506 on TikTok, he's got a lot of videos. He's supposed to be on as a guest. Gonna talk about his canine stuff and uh, the foundation that he has. I think it's uh, canines for kids or something like oh, that. That's cool. So uh, he's gonna be on and talk about that. It's gonna be Sunday around four thirty or five. I think we're actually gonna do it live. So y'all come back for that. Anything you need to throw out there real quick before we get into. No, the, I'm just kind of disappointed. I don't have uh, like a Motor Cop Chronicle sticker, hat, shirt. <laughs> Uh, Bam is working on a cup for you coming up. Cup. She's been busy with that big order she had, but you'll be getting it. It's like I'm just staying by. Super disappointing. As uh, if y'all are here at the end of it, uh, so you need to you need to trademark license that and start selling that. What motor motor cop chronicle stuff? It looks, yeah, I it mean, looks good. It does. It just got to get inventory. I uh, like it. I don't know if Doc remembered, but uh, this is the beginning of uh, the month, so unfortunately, yeah. we're going to be doing the end-to-watch thing like we uh, I do every month, and uh, there's that, the number's still way too high, folks, way too high, and we're going to uh, say everybody, uh, give y'all their name, and their end-to-watch date and their department they worked in and how they uh, passed away, so that'll be at the end, so... Other than that, uh, where we're going to start out at, 
Uh, let's start out on this one, which is uh, good for us here in the state of Louisiana because I know a lot of the other states have getting screwed like a $2 whore mm. with the stuff. Yeah, it's a big boom chicka bow wow, whatever you want to call it there. <laughs> brown chicken uh, brown cow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'll, I'll start out with this one. As soon as it pulls up. I don't know why my phone is Bro, so slow today. Everything. Everything's tonight. just messing up on me tonight. Anyway, they had a couple different stories uh, on it. This one is from uh, bizmagsb.com. Anyway, it says, Senate committee rejects the effort to weaken lawsuit protection for Louisiana police officers. Basically, they uh, a couple weeks ago, I think we talked about how they, they were – they actually got it through the House to uh, take a lot of qualified immunity away from law enforcement in Louisiana. Well, the Senate guy got to the Senate, and as I predicted and hoped that it would not get through the Senate. Republicans. Thank goodness. A Louisiana Senate committee turned back an effort Tuesday to lessen lawsuit protections for law enforcement officers who engage in unreasonable and unconstitutional conduct. They make it sound like they just protect us. Trust me, if I violate your constitutional rights, yeah. I'm going to get sued. The department's going to get sued. Good chance I might get charged also, okay? Yeah. That's crap. I I got sued in federal court one time over a uh, – it was they, they, char- they sued me for unlawful search and seizure, uh, unlawful arrest. I mean, all kind of shit. They lost, but it wasn't because I had immunity. Right. It's just I didn't do it. So – that's crap when they're just saying, oh, we can just we can go around violating people's constitutional rights and get away with it. That's bullshit. See, this is the thing that you're reading this unreasonable. If the court determines that your conduct was unreasonable to begin with, you're not going to have immunity. No, you're going to get dinged hard. You're going to get you're going to be criminally charged with a, a, a violation of civil rights or with the <coughs> with the penal code. Yeah. You know. It says, under the concept of qualified immunity, People stupid. law enforcement officers accused of violating citizens' constitutional rights can be protected from civil lawsuits. If the officer didn't have prior knowledge, the behavior was unconstitutional. Qualified immunity does not affect criminal liability. You're still going to get sued, period. Yeah, you're going to get sued. You're going to get sued. So, I mean, it don't like, oh, you can't get sued. Whatever, you, you can get sued. Represent, Representative Edmund Jordan, a Democrat who represents parts of East and West Baton Rouge. Hallelujah. Said that print, the, said the principle, in effect, means a citizen can't win a lawsuit against law enforcement unless the exact same set of facts has been established as a violation, which he argued is not a reasonable standard. He mentioned examples such as a seven-month pregnant woman who was handcuffed and tased where the court ruled that an officer's behavior was both unreasonable and unconstitutional, but was still protected by qualified immunity. I call him bullshit on that. I guarantee you he was charged or in all. You just ain't going to handcuff a pregnant woman and play a taser tag game with her he and get away with he, it. Well, he wasn't charged criminally. He was charged civilly. He was fired because of breaking policy and procedure, okay? Because as a taser instructor, it specifically says that you are not to tase a pregnant woman, okay, and you're not going to be covered by that. So the fact that he wasn't charged. See, this is the thing that they want. They want to be charged criminally for everything. Everything. Yeah. Everything. It says qualified immunity has become absolute immunity, said Jordan, author of the House Bill 609. Mr. Jordan, you're full of fucking shit is what you are. Hallelujah. (laughs) Michael Ranz. I don't know how to say it last name. You know, I'm bad when I say it. Anyway, executive director of Louisiana Sheriff's Association endorsed the bill, which he said would codify how Louisiana courts already are handling such cases. They're already handling the cases like that. Well, why you got to change anything? You don't, you don't right. need to change it. Right. That's him codifying the uh, A voter block. Yeah, that's all that's trying to do. The bill would have applied to state courts, not federal courts. Other speakers, speakers argued qualified immunity tips the scales of justice in favor of the government over the public. 
that's fine. If you want to take cops, like I said, doesn't matter. You want to take cops and uh, qualified immunity away, take it away from all the politicians, take it away from the judges, yeah. take it away from just blanket, Everybody. no qualified immunity whatsoever. So if a judge makes a bad call, let somebody out of jail on bond, they shouldn't have been out of jail, and they right. go out and kill somebody, that judge can be sued. Yeah. Fair is fair, right? I, I, I think so. Same thing with a politician. I think so. Fair is fair. Opponents argued, however, the bill would weaken protection for officers who are forced to make split-second decisions. Officers don't make much money, and eroding their protections will make it harder to recruit good people for those jobs, speakers argue. Correct. Tell you what, this was scaring the shit out of me being in law enforcement. I told the wife, I said, this happens. I can I can retire in four years. I would definitely be gone in four years because I wanted to do another three years, so I got to do about seven if we lose qualified immunity, my ass is gone as soon as I can draw a retirement check because I'm not putting myself or my family in that, in that kind of situation. No, you can't. Not anymore. Daryl Basco, president of Louisiana Fraternal Order of Police, said the change would be confusing to officers and would affect how they do their jobs. He suggested the bill would increase insurance costs, which it would. The legal system is already working, said Michael Carter, president of the Shreveport Police Officers Association. The Senate committee... Judiciary B voted four to two against advancing HB six oh nine. So as far as I, I know, it's dead in the House. It's dead in the Senate. So yeah, it's dead. I'm sure it'll get brought up next year again. Because they keep trying to do this shit over and over and over and over and over again. All it does is basically is gives them another way to it, go but, after. Okay, yeah, I'm just saying but basically I mean call Qualified immunity is not like just saying gives people think qualified immunity just gives cops just just this immunity just to go out there and just do bad shit. And that's not the truth at all. Well, this, and it don't matter if you have it or not. A bad cop's going to do bad shit regardless. Right. And, and let me say this. Any bill that a Democrat puts out, any bill that a Democrat puts out is garbage. Hot, smelly, funky nasty garbage especially when it comes to police officers because they their voter block their constituents they pander to these people and they use this language qualified immunity and and these types of things and you know all the garbage that they put out when it comes to law enforcement is horse shit you know it and i know it it's all horse shit you know it gets people with flies around it. Yeah. <laughs> big old them big old green turd that flies. Dead body flies. I call them <laughs> yeah. dead body flies. Big dead body flies. <laughs> Dive bombers come up. Wow. Yes, All right. Well, I can go on and on about that. Surprised Rendy ain't here because she was, I think she actually went with a group to the state capitol fighting against that, that, that bill, which was good. Thank y'all yeah. for doing that. Absolutely. You want to do the, the Vicksburg one? Yeah, I'll do Vicksburg. All right. A Vicksburg man was killed when he attempted to draw his gun on Louisiana State Police troopers. That's plural, troopers, during a standoff north of Tallulah, Louisiana, according to information from Louisiana State Police. Michael Jackson. <laughs> I, I thought he was already dead. Me too. But obviously he was out there pointing shit at state troopers. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't couldn't moonwalk fast enough to get out of the way of those uh, 1,300 feet per second freedom seeds. Uh, 29 was struck by gunfire during the standoff after he approached a safety perimeter established by authorities and drew his weapon, causing troopers to shoot, according to state police. Why didn't they tase him? Oh, that, well, usually if somebody points a gun at you, you're usually going to point one back at him with leg coming out of it. Or just, I mean, either spray him or tase him. Yeah. He was taken to a Should local hospital. Oompa Loompas had shot him in the leg. <laughs> he, yeah. He was taken to a local hospital where he was pronounced dead. The standoff occurred on U.S. 65 north of Tallulah, Louisiana. For anybody that is, isn't familiar with Louisiana, Tallulah is in the northeast corner of Louisiana around uh, Arkansas, Tennessee line. All of that. So uh, way up there. Uh, I was heartbroken when I received news from Louisiana State Police late yesterday that Mr. Jackson had died in Madison Parish after an hours-long standoff with Louisiana authorities, Warren County Sheriff Martin Pace said. 
This is certainly not how any of us here wanted this to end, and my prayers go out to Mr. Jackson's family and friends. The events leading to Jackson's death began about 8.30 a.m. Monday when a Warren County Sheriff's investigator and a deputy went to the Bovina Grocery to interview Jackson about a report involving the business, and a routine records check indicated he had several outstanding misdemeanor warrants for contempt of court from the Vicksburg Police Department. When the deputies went to speak to him about the warrants, Jackson began walking away and got into his car. That shit sounds vaguely familiar, don't it? Yeah. When the deputies tried to stop him, he drove off, dragging the deputies across the parking lot. Okay, kids, let's go back and let's have a review. That's a no-no. That Don't gets you shot. <laughs> resist. Take yeah. your lick for being a nefarious fart. Yeah. Both deputies were able to break free, and Jackson left the store going west on I-20, where he was later seen by a Vicksburg police officer driving on the Mississippi River Bridge, heading into Louisiana. Uh, let's see, at 9.30 a.m., Madison Parish Sheriff's Office requested assistance from state police for an armed person who initially had barricaded himself in his vehicle in U.S. 65. Troopers, state police investigators, and crisis negotiators responded to the scene to assist. Well, at least they had. Well, they brought the social workers yeah, in. Well, some social workers <laughs> I mean, it's sarcastic. They say call it a crisis. It's basically a hostage <laughs> negotiator. Yeah. They're cops, but, I mean, but they did have negotiators out there. And uh, probably had some snipers sitting up, too. Yeah, so. they probably did. After troopers arrived and began negotiations, Jackson continued acting erratically, including shooting into his car and then walking into an adjoining field with the firearm. After several hours of intense negotiation and attempts to disarm him using less than lethal efforts, so he tried. Jackson approached the safety perimeter and attempted to draw his handgun, resulting in shots being fired by troopers. The case remains under investigation by Louisiana State Police. I Sounds love- a little bit like suicide by a cop there. He knew what was going to happen when he walked up there and pulled that gun out. Yeah. You know, the other thing is, is listen, you never want to see anybody get killed. You never want to see anybody get hurt. Um at any time, much less at the hands of police officers. And, you know, I've always been, I've been very fortunate. Uh, I was never involved in a shooting other than, um, you know, the, the aftermath of, of uh, July 2016. Um, you know, I have been shot at before and knives pulled on me and stuff like that. But I've been very fortunate that, that I never had to shoot anybody in, in the line of duty. And, um, you know, these people, they apologize to the families and they do all this stuff. You know, I have a 31-year-old son. And if my son does something for him to get his ass shot off by police officers, you don't have to apologize to me for that. You're not going to get on the news and say he was a good boy going to – okay. No, because he knows better. Exactly. He knows better. He's been taught and raised, hey, you don't do stupid stuff. And if if you do something like that when somebody has a gun pointed at you or you start trying to run from a police officer or you start trying to fight a police officer, you've put yourself in a position where hmm, bad things may happen to you. And you bought and paid for it. Well, Brandon, who's watching on uh, YouTube, says, wait, what? We had a shootout Thanksgiving night with Michael Jackson. He finally surrendered after hundreds of rounds fired at him. He said the name Michael Jackson is bad karma, I guess. Either that or that motherfucker keeps keeps coming back. (laughs) Hold up, Brandon. (laughs) Hundreds of rounds shot at him? I don't know if the surrendering part was him being deceased or... He was like Speedy Gonzalez dodging him. That's what I'm saying. If the, if the department <laughs> shot hundreds of rounds at one person, y'all may need to be on the range Monday. I just. <laughs> oh, just, he fired hundreds of rounds oh, at the cops. And y'all, why'd y'all let him fire hundreds of rounds at y'all? What the hell is going on with y'all? <laughs> Son of a bitch. We'll have to discuss this later, Brandon. <laughs> 
We what will he, discuss. What Brandon he, did. What he, he said shot up three cars. <laughs> Brandon did send me uh, uh, some pictures of some new uh, old smoky whiskey. They had the peach mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But but I, he sent me a link, and I did see a uh, old smoky has a root beer flavored whiskey that. I am definitely going to have to get my hands on. I'm going to pass I'm going to mix it up. It's going to taste delicious. You tell most people I got watermelon-flavored whiskey and they ain't going to drink it, and I'll make it delicious. Yeah, that thing tasted like a Jolly Rancher. That's right. Delicious. Brandon said he went and picked up some today. I hope he mixed it right this time. (laughs) That's all i got to say. (laughs) But, yes, Michael Jackson is uh, deceased. He decided to point a gun at the popo and – that happens. They when he pointed the gun at the Popo, they they let the pew pews loose. Um, yeah, <laughs> pew 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 pew. <laughs> I'm sure he was on his way to get his twit card. He had just gotten his life. <laughs> I'm sure. You know, just gotten his he life. Just left. He just left church. Just yeah, just left church. Was going to another Bible study. Yeah, he was you know praising Jesus. <sighs> so, Michael Jackson has died once again. Unfortunately, <laughs> poor Michael Jackson had. Janet and Latoya and all them, they must be, like, severely upset. Man, Janet Jackson was fine back in the uh, day. Cool. I still can see that nipple slip with, on mm. the Super Bowl. Thing, well, man. she was fine. Because I was always a butt guy. Yeah. Well, you know? And she had, she had, yeah. I, I don't hear nothing out of her no more. Hell, she's probably 70-some years old. I don't think huh? she's that old. <laughs> I don't think she's that old. Mid-60s, maybe? You know, she was, uh, she was the young daughter on Good Times, remember? That, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was chunky back then, too. Yeah. yeah, she had that big old booty then. All right, well, this this next one is uh, I actually put pictures up on here of her. Anyway, the the headline, this is out of The Advocate. This is a local story. I, I try to do a lot of Louisiana stuff anyway. Anyway, this one's from The Advocate. The headline reads, Pregnant woman, woman, pregnant woman killed in Baton Rouge shooting was a mom of three, and her family just wants justice for her. Well, I mean, I would, too. Anyway, this is the girl. This is the girl. Let's see. That's a sad story, bro. Oh, yeah. I'll put it, I'll decide to put it up. That is horrible. Right here. Here's two pictures of her. Right here. She, you can see, she was, she was young. She was extremely young. Uh, anyway, the story says, Latrika Taylor. I'm saying it right, was the mother of three young children, a four-year-old boy and a set of two-year-old twins. And in the first trimester of her most recent pregnancy, relative says says she's pregnant, but on May 23rd, the lives of Taylor and her unborn child were cut short by gunfire. She was a good girl, said Pamela Taylor, 40, her mother. She was never a problem child. She was sweet, nice, and humble. Taylor was shot to death and found by police in her car in the early morning hours of May 23rd in the 2200 block of Kaufman Street. Her car had crashed into a ditch, and no suspects or motives have been identified by police. Uh, yeah, going to be baby that, daddy. Most likely or something, but, but that's just that. And if it is the, the father of, I can't stand that term, <laughs> baby daddy. If it is the father of the sperm donor piece of shit, that got this this girl pregnant and yeah. then killed her and his unborn child. There's special places in hell for motherfuckers like that. I'm sorry. That'll take a boat paddle and beat his brains out. If you can see in the pictures, I mean, did they say how old she was in here? I don't remember. She's not that old. I don't she's care. young. I mean, her mom's only 40. So, yeah. I mean, she's probably maybe 20 years old or so, I'm thinking. You know, she looks real young. But that's the pictures of her. I mean, it's sad. Now you got... You got uh, you got the children that you know. I'm assuming that their dads aren't aren't in their lives because they're not even mentioned in the story. Right. And now you know the mom's gonna have to raise them. They're not gonna have their mom or nothing like that. It's that. Where's the outrage with this in that community? Because that that shit pisses me off. Yeah, that I, this I mean, young girl probably got killed over something stupid, just totally stupid, or you know. Yeah. And I, I'm guarantee you, it's probably some man that shot her and did mm-hmm. this. Absolutely. Absolutely. This 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 is the shit that needs to stop. Yeah. The politicians want to get in and worry about law enforcement. Worry about the criminals. This is the problem when you got young people like this out here on the street getting killed for no good reason. Yeah, for just stupid shit. And an unborn child in her stomach. 
an unborn child in this woman's stomach and they shot her and killed her. Yep. I didn't bring bring the story up, but I mean, I'm sure you. It was a local story over Memorial Day. Some people went into a, a apartment area, pool area, shot guns off, killed. I think what a 17 year old. Uh, yeah, I think it was two what? teenagers. I think and, and a one year old. Yeah. A one year old child got shot and killed yeah. while he was swimming. That was over dope. I mean, this this little kid didn't have nothing to do with nothing. If the yep. other ones were doing dirty dirt, you know, what happened? You know, everybody wants to call the, these these thugs, these criminals, whatever you want to call them. They want to call themselves gangsters. Let me tell you what. Gangsters, real mobsters back in the day when they actually were gangsters, when they had a mob, if you did them wrong, they killed you, you. and you alone. They kill everybody else around you because they can't shoot. They would take out that one person. They're not. They're not going to go kill the kids. They're not going to kill innocent people. Nothing like that. So for these people to call themselves gangsters, that's the biggest horseshit I ever heard. This poor young woman up here, as you can see pictures. If you go to the live stream or YouTube, whatever, and go look at the video, you can see pictures of her. If you want, for the audio listeners, she's young. This young girl with a baby in her stomach. Yeah, is dead for for no good reason. There's no no good reason whatsoever that this young lady lost her life. Yeah. None. Horrible. That, that that's a, that's a horrible story, man. That one sucks. I, I can't make. I, like I said I can't. You know, we try to make light or some stuff. You can't. I can't even make light or nothing with that. It may. It makes me sick. Savages. Savages. Sick. So anyway, let's hope. Let's hope. Keep your fingers crossed that law enforcement catches and finds out who did this because I guarantee you somebody out there knows who did it and if they keep their mouth shut about that because they don't want to be no snitch they don't be no rat you a piece of shit too yep because like I said that, that's just it's disgusting all right I can ran on about it you know I, I send you the one about the, uh, the Amazon yeah let's uh, do that one then we're going to get into the the other one I'm saving for last. The uh, law enforcement group demands Amazon to stop selling Blue Lives Murder apparel. Uh, if you are buying shit from Amazon or you're supporting stuff that supports Black Lives Matter and all that, stop. Stop. Well, a lot of these places. Just stop. What pisses me off, okay, it's free market, okay? It's a free market. So if Amazon wants to sell this stuff... Okay, it's a free market. You can sell it, okay? But what my point is, is Amazon stuff pulls down other stuff that that, that they don't like. So if they had, what happened to somebody selling something that says Black, Li- Black Lives Matter or, or you know, or who, who, let's say, of course, I don't agree with them whatsoever, but this is for argument's sake. Let's say the, the Klan or some white supremacy group wants to sell their merchandise on Amazon. Do you think Amazon is going to sell their stuff? Well, no. No, they're not. They're not going to allow that on their site. You have people like uh, some of these other places I listen to, like other podcast stuff. They've actually had their merchandise on different places taken off, being refused to sell because they're conservative or whatever, because they they don't support Biden and they don't believe in Black Lives Matters and all that. They don't, you know, I'm not saying they don't, you're wrong. Everybody's lives matter. And then people say, oh, well, everybody can't matter unless black lives matter. Everybody is in the whole class of everybody. I don't care, purple, green, orange. Everyone in this entire world deserves to live. No, I think everybody's equally worthless. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. If anybody else don't, tough shit. But I'm just saying, though, no. <laughs> I believe Amazon has a right to sell this shit. But if they're going to sell, oh, if they're going to sell this bullshit, saying blue, blue lives murder or whatever, then if somebody comes out and, and against and puts something, you know, against the uh, LBGTQ plus SRVZ community or something, somebody has something negative against them, somebody has something negative against Black Lives Matter, or or some white supremacist group comes out, they should sit, be able to sell their stuff too. Well, it's good for the goose, it's good for the sure. gander. Sure, so, absolutely. But if you're going to take some down, you got to take that down too. Right. And and but I, you know my point the my initial point of that was uh you know for law enforcement officers, families, stuff like that, 
uh, military, you know, veterans. Uh, there's a whole lot of us in this country and a whole lot of uh, money that we move in and out of the economy. And my point is, is if you stop buying from these places, listen, I'll pay 20 extra dollars for something that I can get from a mom and pop store versus having to order something through Amazon or going to Walmart or something like that. Okay. I'll pay the extra money just because I'm not going to support that kind of crap. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to, um, you know, just like when the, the university put the BLM uh, flag on the scoreboard, you know, at the baseball field and at the football field. You know, they thought that shit was cool. That ain't cool to me. We got friends that are dead right now because of those people. Dead. Dead. They yep. are dead. Just like uh, because Antifa, of those they're, they're just a terrorist group. Now, let me finish reading this for Kesha Radat. <laughs> <sighs> Law enforcement officials are calling for Amazon to remove items being sold on its website and include a Blue Lives Murder slogan immediately. It's disheartening that your company would allow this disgusting motto on your sales platform. The Detectives Endowment Association wrote in a letter to Amazon's chief financial officer, Brian Osofsky. Yeah, he sounds like a dickhead. It has come to my attention that your website is selling T-shirts and other items emblazoned with the words Blue Lives Murder, the letter said, calling for their apparel's removal. The only purpose is to invite further division, hatred, and violence toward the hardworking men and women of the nation's police departments who are toiling every day to keep their communities safe. Such items, which include T-shirts, face masks, and vinyl stickers, also put law enforcement lives at risk, the letter said. To continue to hawk products and blazon with this vile phrase puts the lives of police officers and all law enforcement nationwide at perils and risk, the letter said. Retired Vegas police officer Randy Sutton criticized Amazon's decision to continue selling the product, saying CEO Jeff Bezos is so engaged in profit or he is simply tone deaf to what is happening across America. I know that Amazon is a huge company. I understand that the company does not have a soul. I get that, but companies are made of people, and Jeff Bezos is a human being, is a person, Sutton said. Uh, Jeff Bezos is a dickhead and always has been. I believe somewhere in this is maybe someone that has humanity. What he's demonstrating here is either he is so engaged in profit or he simply is tone deaf to what's happening across America and the plight of American law enforcement officers who literally are being demonized and dehumanized by the left. A T-shirt with Blue Lives Murder slogan being sold on Amazon has mostly received negative reviews. 65% of people gave the product a one-star rating with reviews calling it un-American, hate speech, trash, distasteful, and something that promotes hatred and intolerance. Slogans are referenced to pro-police movement. Blue Lives Matter, which started in response to growing anti-police sentiments that came from the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, FBI's law enforcement officers killed and assaulted, uh, assaulted database shows that violence against law enforcement officials has risen 31.6% in the first few months of 2021. By the end of April, police departments had reported a total of 25 police officers killed in felony attacks. At the same time last year, that number was 19. So the article keeps going on, and it, it talks about, uh, you know, they're expecting... Uh, you know, continued attacks on uh, law enforcement officers, which that goes without saying. But well, that's gonna it's gonna keep going until some other shit has to change. There, yeah. So a lot of shit has to change. So a lot of politicians stop saying shit that you know and supporting these different organizations that are right. Biased. Did you notice I put like? Trump in the background dancing. Right? That's beautiful. Man. <laughs> I don't know if anybody noticed that. That is man. beautiful. Put him back there. I love that man. <laughs> Still <laughs> my president. <laughs> love that man. All right. Yeah, anyway, that freaking that, turn up they have up there now. That uh. So that's a bunch of shit, cocker shit there. So you know, the person that made it, you know, whatever. I hope they never need the cops. 
I've I've seen a few anti-cop stuff. You know, it's not it's not bad around in Louisiana anywhere that I know of really. But I, I yeah. saw some I saw some woman uh, last uh, fall. We were in a in a downtown area, and she had that a cab on the back of her car. Got next to her, and I turned and looked at her. <laughs> that bitch wouldn't even make eye contact with me. So look, if you want to put it on there, at least fucking had the balls yeah. to make contact with me. I was just going to wave and go, hi, how you doing? Yeah. Yeah, you know, hope you never need the cops for nothing. Stand, stand behind your convictions, man. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to do it, fucking stand up for it. <laughs> Damn right. Stand up for it. I wrote a letter to the university after I got my, my master's degree from them. I wanted to make sure that that thing was uh, conferred. <laughs> that that forty six thousand dollars that I spent for that. Yeah, you gotta make sure that shit's done before, <laughs> before you get kicked out. Y'all have read about me in in on the internet or the interweb. Intranet. Shit. Well, let's get on to the major story. As you see, I put the background up in Chicago Police Department and dis- District Seven. I guess they have different. Department for different districts. Don't know. I've been to Illinois one time in my entire life. The S is silent. Illinois. Well, however you want to say it. Illinois. Uh, it's just my, you know, in, in the way I talk. The way I talk, damn it. And, Where do <laughs> you live? Illinois. Anyway, in Chicago, they, we do have a, a, a very large listener base over there. I appreciate y'all people a lot. If we got any uh, Chicago PD guys. My heart goes out to y'all. If I was y'all, I would, if you're close to retirement, I hope you make it. And if you're new, me personally, I would would go find somewhere else to to work. Be a firefighter. Yeah, I tell anybody right now to be a firefighter. Anyway, the story headline is, is, uh, if, if, if people haven't been paying attention, is Chicago unveils their new foot pursuit policy following police shooting. Uh, I did. Pull, I pulled up this sheet. You can't make uh, it up. No, you can't make. You cannot make this shit up here. But yes, it's coming out of Chicago. The Chicago Police Department on Wednesday announced a new foot pursuit policy that officials say makes the safety of officers and members of the public a priority. Uh, that is like the most. Lying bullshit statement. I'm like, it don't do anything to protect the cops. I mean, we know what we enforce. We got to chase them out. We got to chase them out. It's, and it's not protecting the public. It's protecting the criminal. Yeah. It's not helping the person that just got their asses robbed or jacked or something because it's helping the criminal. So that whole, that that's bullshit. The new policy comes in the wake of foot pursuits. That ended in the fatal shooting. You can tell this is from police1.com. I got the story because I read some other ones, and I decided to use this story <laughs> because on the other ones it says. Completely it, different. Yeah, it said that, the, you know, foot pursuits that ended in the murder of such and such instead of the fatal shootings, which it was a right. fatal shooting. By police officer earlier this year of Adam Toledo, 13, who was, you know, out at 3 o'clock in the morning, had a gun in his hand running from the cops, but, you know, that, that had nothing to do. With they, who was that little Lucifer or whatever his name? Yeah, was? felon or whatever they yeah, called him. Yeah, and Anthony Alvarez, twenty-one, who was also running from the cops. I believe he had a gun in his gun with him. Hmm. Among its rules, the new policy prohibits prohibits foot pursuits of minor traffic violations. Perfect. Bars officers from separating from their partners, which we don't have that problem out here. We don't have partners. <laughs> If they can't see the person, it bars officers from separating from their partners if they can't see the person they're chasing or if the officer or the person is injured. If the motherfucker's running, how injured can they fucking be? What, what, how, how does that even make sense? He's injured. What the, fuck's, how's he, what the fuck's he running for if he's injured? How am I supposed to know if he's injured if he's fucking running? So, okay, and if the officer's injured, and I guess, you know, if he wants to run, he should be able to run. Hmm. Under the new policy, the chase must end if the officer has lost track of their location, which most cops I know can keep up 
of their location. That's one of the, you know, first things you learn is always know where you're at. Yes. Or their surroundings. If there's too much distance or obstacles between the officer. Okay. So if he goes over a fence, uh, you can't go because he just got an obstacle. That just. Uh. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And, they, and if they will not be able to control the subject of the chase in a confrontation, how the fuck am I supposed to know if I can control the subject until after I catch him? I put my own policy in. If they took off running, guess what I did? I turned left yeah. and went on. In addition, officers must first consider if the need to apprehend a suspect is worth the risk to the officer. Most cops I know, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to catch this motherfucker. <laughs> and the race. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> the public or the subject before the p- foot pursuit must take place. The policy also says officers can pursue people on foot only if people have probable cause, only if they have probable cause the person committed a crime or believe that they are about to commit one. Usually when I chase somebody, other than it's a, because they fucking committed a crime. Other than a traffic uh, infraction, right? That's what they're saying. So if somebody's speeding and they just stop, bell Jump out the car out and haul ass. Bye. I, it was fun chasing you in the car, but I can't chase after you on foot, sir. But I will take that. But I'm taking your rock. car. Yeah. I'm taking your car. To, but it's probably stolen. It's, yeah, it's stolen. It ain't got no insurance on it. It probably costs $18.27. I, I, I had, I've had bad guys jump out of the car, to, you know, chase them in the car, and they jump out and they run off, and I, we didn't catch them. But I caught their car. Yeah. And guess what? Car goes in the hawk. Yeah, and their mama or their granny calls yeah. wanting their car out. And I'm like, oh, really? Who had your car? Oh, well, you you want your car back? You bring to me so-and-so who was driving the car. Right. Meet me at the jail, and I'll release your car. Well, Other than that, yeah. guess what? I'm going to hold your car until you bring me the suspects because it's part of an investigation right now. Yeah, we sorry, non-Tizi. You ain't getting that car back. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, ain't Fanny. Yeah. All right, let's finish doing this. Police officers must activate their body-worn cameras for every foot pursuit, which I'm pretty sure most of them have. That's why we have footage of the shootings that occurred. Because they, Democrats. Had, their, they had their body cameras activated. Democrats. Superintendent David Brown said officers had been using the strategy, using the strategies during foot chases, by, but making the strategy a written policy would make officers subject to disciplinary action if they violated it. The new policy will temporarily go into effect June 11th. The public will have an opportunity to offer feedback before it becomes permanent in September. Most of the public don't even want the cops out. I mean, a lot of them yeah. defund the police. Basically, it sounds like to me, if I worked out there and you shoved this policy in my face, I'd be like, okay, anybody who ran for anything, I'm not going to chase them. Well, that's what they want. Because, because what they're doing with this policy is they're making it where they can hem up. Absolutely him up any of the cops and get them on a policy violation to fucking either fire them, suspend them, or do something to them. That's all this is. This is how I'm reading it. I'm curious. Is is, is there anybody on these boards or anything that look at these people when they put this type of stuff out for people to look and just look at them and, and, and seriously go, you are stupid. You are an idiot. They're, they're definitely – it says – it is essential the voices of our officers and community members are represented in the policy that can directly affect them, Brown said. Oh, as God. we transform the police, that here we go, as we transform, that's that fucking word, transform the police department through reform, we will continue to collaborate with our residents to make Chicago safer for everyone. I'm about to pull up a, a, a picture on something and put it on here, and we're going to talk about how, how safe Chicago is getting. What, well, they got 1,700 people shot so far this year? I'm, I'm not sure. Not but killed, just shot. The week after fatal shooting of Toledo, but anyway, it goes into that stuff. Because of foot pursuits are one of the most dangerous actions that police officers can engage in, we cannot afford to wait any longer to put a policy in place that regulate them, Lightfoot said. That stupid bitch. 
said in a statement announcing policy, police officials and officers will undergo training to familiarize them with the new policy. The training will focus on the responsibility of the pursuing officer, including the considerations the officer must take into account before taking up a pursuit and what should be done during the pursuit. Yeah, guys, guys and girls that working in Chicago. Don't run. I, I would. I, bye. Yeah. Bye. Matter of fact, I wouldn't even turn my lights on unless I had to get through an intersection or something because I had to use a bathroom. Basically, sounds like what they want y'all doing over there, what I'm taking perspective on, is that they basically want you to go sit under, well, I don't know if y'all have a lot of trees out there or not, but go sit under a tree or something and just wait for somebody to get killed or somebody to call and go write a report on it and then go back and sit under a tree. Or wait for somebody to come up and try to kill you. Or, yeah, yeah. Make sure you, you know. Somebody watching your back. Yeah. This this uh, form I pull up right here. I know it's hard to see, uh, but anyway, this is actually it's a comp stat sheet from the Chicago Police Department. The wise man has actually been doing a little more research. <laughs> There's no way I could just. Anyway, that anyway, it says uh, this is a a comp sheet for week eighteen. And uh, it's cut the top parts re- report covering the week of uh, 26 of a- the 26 a- week of 26 April 21st through May 21st for a month. It says in the last seven days on this one, it says the murders in 2000 murders in 2021 for just for seven days was 14. And in 2020, it was only 19. That's a 56 percent increase right there. That's just in seven days. Criminal sexual assault was 36, and last year was 25, 44% increase. Mm. Robbery, 119 robberies. Last year, it was only 87. That's 37%. Aggravated battery was up 29%. Burglaries were down 8%. I wonder what could be causing it. Theft was up 82%. Mm. Motor vehicle theft, 15%. The total... Is a 29% increase. Shooting incidents were 80, 80 shooting incidents in seven days. Last year was only 57. It's a 40% increase. It says year to date. So this is year to date right now. In 2021, murders are at 195 or something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's a 22% increase for one year, two year is a 35% increase. Total increase of year to day, I think is saying it's, they've had uh, 865 uh, shooting incidences already. It's a 33% increase. It, it's crazy. You can go online. I mean, it wasn't hard. I just I went online and just pulled all this up. I had a discussion with somebody one time talking about, you know, shootings in these areas. And the person said, where are you getting your information from? I said, you know, from uh, FBI.gov. They keep up with these statistics. And uh, the, you know what the response was? Oh, they're lying too? Yeah. The cops are making those statistics up. Those aren't documented statistics. Okay. So I'm willing to bet because I am a cop. You've been a cop. They're actually probably higher. Higher. Because there's a lot of shit. Yeah. I've been to stuff. People's like, I don't want to report on it. I'm like, yep. I, I'm not going to argue to write a report. And I'm nope. like, okay, and I leave. So there's actually more shit that happens out there that yep. is not reported. So the stats are actually higher than what the FBI is getting because they're yeah. just going off of the reports that the cops are writing. That UIC number, you know, when it don't come across, you know, for for um, for tracking, when it's not in that that specific thing, it goes by the wayside. So yeah, uh, it, yeah. Well, that's that's fabricated. You know, that's fabricated. Yeah, but okay. I, my Chicago people over there. Uh, they live among us, man. Brothers, sisters, I feel so sorry for y'all if y'all work for Chicago PD. Yeah. Because y'all, y'all's administration, you, you Lori Lightfoot, dumbass. That's an ugly woman. man, bro. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's an ugly man. And the police chief, which is most likely appointed, the big city police chiefs are usually appointed, which basically he's not really a police chief. He's just the mayor's got her hand up his ass as a puppet, mm. just 
controlling him because he just wants to make his, you know, how many hundreds of thousand dollars he's making a year. He's just a puppet for her. Well, that he's sounds do kind of familiar she, to what goes yeah, on over yeah, here. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't believe I don't believe any any police chief Jack or any anybody that's in charge like that, like should be uh, appointed by someone. I think they should all be elected because that way it takes they cannot be controlled by the mayor. Well. So they I, would elect the same type of person anyway. I know, but at least at area. least if they had a disagreement, you know, right yeah. now the mayor can get a hair up their ass, her ass, and just fire him. So he's going to do whatever the fuck she says do. If he can make up a stupid ass, I mean, it's, I don't know this police chief up there, commissioner, however they say it. I mean, was he ever like a street cop, or is he just one of them college educated people that then sucked the dick up to the top or whatever because he's got an education? That's a good question. He should stick up. I mean, I feel sorry for y'all. He should stick up for his people and say, this is fucking stupid. What's his name? Oh, fuck, I don't even remember. I have to look it up. But, I mean, I, I really I really feel sorry for y'all over there. If I, I mean, if, if I worked there, I'd be looking for a different place if I wasn't close to retirement. And uh, and if y'all are close to retirement, yeah, that's him. And uh, just watch yourself because – it's basically to me. It just sounded like they're just putting more shit on y'all to to hem y'all up. That they just trying to they just trying to get cops arrested, and they don't want y'all doing y'all's job. That's job. the same guy that was the chief police, uh, the the chief of police for Dallas. Yeah, well, look how and great that was. Yeah, too. left after uh, you know that ass hat went over there and shot all the uh, Dallas police officers. Yeah, I, I yeah, I knew I remember that dickhead's so, name. Anyway, my Chicago people, I, I feel sorry for y'all. Go to a, a smaller rural department. Get out of that place. I mean, y'all living in y'all y'all working in a freaking war zone, man. And the good people that are there, unfortunately, you can't protect them the way they should be protected. Went to Dallas Baptist University. Has a bachelor's degree in uh, sociology. Amberton University for his MBA and with the uh, FBI National Academy. Did he get his uh, doctorate in cocksucking somewhere? Or? He's got a Bachelor of Science from Dallas Baptist. <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway, I, I feel sorry for the, the good people in Chicago. I feel really bad for the law enforcement there. Yeah. They're tying y'all's hands up. Stay vigilant, brother. And I, I've watched, uh, like, a lot of videos and stuff. I mean, the cops there, the, a lot of stuff I've seen, the cops there are, are extremely professional. Very well-trained individuals and for them to be treated like this it, it's ridiculous good cops are being just treated so bad i feel sorry for y'all all right yep. i don't want to run too long if we're gonna run a little bit longer we're gonna start with the the bad part of it uh the end of watch part and uh i'm gonna have to read it because doc don't have access to reading it over here so let's uh start on that uh, we're gonna read it up there. There was 19, I believe, for this past month, and uh, I think there was 20 last month and 22. We're going down, but we're not going down fast enough. I'd love to have a month where it's like, hey, guess what? Zero. We have zero or or one. That would be awesome. So let's uh, start reading those off. If you uh, want to see the pictures, you can go online, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and look at it. Uh, anyway. The first one's going to be a Sergeant John Burewright of Oregon State Police. His end of watch was Tuesday, May 4th. He was struck by a vehicle. And we have Border Patrol Agent Freddie Vasquez, United States Department of Homeland Security, Customs, and Border Protection, United States Border Patrol. End of watch was Saturday, May 8th. He died from COVID. We have Detective Lucia Benedict. Benedita, San Luis Police Department in California, end of watch May 10th. He died from gunfire. You didn't see that in the news, did you? You didn't nope. see none of that in the news. Man was killed. Nope. Deputy Sheriff Samuel Alexander Lenard from Conco or Concho County Sheriff's Office, Texas, end of watch May 10th. He died from gunfire. Where's the national coverage on that? Didn't see it. Nowhere. Didn't see it. Nope. Uh, same guy, Sergeant, I mean, same department, Sergeant Stephen Jones, Concho County 
Sheriff's Office to watch May 10th. He died from gunfire. Wasn't that I think, a, that I, think I saw a, l- a little bit on that, but yeah. it, it didn't get much coverage at all. Yeah, that was an ambush. Police officer Jimmy N. of Stockton Police Department, California, in to watch May 11th. Cause of death, gunfire. I hear nothing about that one either. Deputy Sheriff James Herrera, Denver Sheriff's Department, Colorado, was in to watch was May 16th. He died from COVID. Lieutenant Jane, Lieutenant Adam Gustafon, Gust, if I say him wrong, excuse me, West Fargo Police Department, North Dakota, in to watch was May 18th. He had a heart attack. A picture in there, he looks very young, very young. Superintendent Scott D. Slip Mahoney. Slip was his uh, nickname. Delaware County Bureau of Park, Police, and Fire Safety. In the watch was Tuesday, May 18th. He died from COVID. We got police officer Chris Oberheim of Champaign Police Department, Illinois. Did I say it right that time? Yeah. Uh, end of watch was Wednesday, May 19th. He died from gunfire. I don't remember seeing anything on the news about uh, Mr. Uh, Chris right there being gunned down. Police officer Jeremy Britton of No Gals Police Department, Arizona. End of watch Friday, May 21st. He was struck by a vehicle. Our t- uh, Corporal Thomas Wade Frazier of Artessa Police Department, New Mexico. End of watch was May 21st. He died in an automobile crash. I, I do remember seeing something on this next one. Police Officer Scotty Triplett, Memphis, Tennessee Police Department. Uh, end of watch was Saturday, May 22nd. He died in a motorcycle crash. So, you know, those are get me a little close there. Detective Stephen Arnold, Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office, end of watch was Sunday, May 23rd. He died from gunfire. The only reason I heard anything about that is because it's local. And he would, was shot five years ago. Yeah. yeah. And he just succumbed to his injury. Yep. Five years of misery. Suffering. In the hospital, I believe. He yep. never yep. did really get better. Con- Conservation Officer Sarah Grill in Minnesota Department of Natural Resources Enforcement Division, Minnesota, end of watch was May 24th. She died in an automobile crash. Deputy Sheriff Daniel Duke Truello, uh, Denver Sheriff's Office, Colorado, end of watch was May 26th. He died from COVID. Trooper John Harris, Mississippi Department of Public Safety, Mississippi Highway Patrol, end of watch was May 28th. He was struck by a vehicle. Police officer Gennaro New, Phoenix Police Department in Arizona, end of watch was May 31st. He died in an automobile crash. Sergeant Dominique Vaca, San San Bernardino County Sheriff's Office, California, end of watch was May 31st. He died from gunfire. Don't remember hearing anything about no. that. What was that about five? I need yeah. to should remember five, five or six that that died. Of these officers died from being shot. Uh, anyway, it's sad. A lot of people died from being shot and killed, being struck by vehicles. People wonder why, you know, the cops shoot people when they're coming at them with cars. That's why, because their cars are deadly weapon. Yep. Anyway, keep your keep all these officers deputies and state troopers in your thoughts if you're real religious pray for them their families they gave a lot of them gave up their lives in in the line of duty protecting the public serving out there died what they love doing and uh you don't hear anybody saying their names do you except for us we're yep. saying their name and we'll keep doing it so like i said I, I don't enjoy this part of it at all but that's them that's uh Hope next month we go down more in numbers. So, it's going to be them. And uh, with that, we're going to end it for this Wednesday. Like I said, come back Sunday. We should be live. We're going to have 
K9 Maximus 506 from TikTok on on the podcast. Just talk about his foundation and uh he we've I talked to him on the phone. He he's got some pretty funny stories to tell also. Talk about his K9 stuff. If you have any questions or whatever on for him, come on the live show and you can uh we'll give him the questions as you type them in. As always, uh you know, if you want to get in touch with me or Doc, you can uh, email us at motorcopchronicles at gmail.com. If you're a law enforcement, first responder, veteran, anything like that, and you got a story you want to tell them to be a, a guest, let me know. Uh, we can, we'll can we figure something out. If you just have a story you want one of us to read, email it, and we will read it. Doc will do it in his radio voice or something <laughs> like that. But, uh other than that, everybody stay safe. Again, uh, I feel sorry for my the, the Chicago people, man. I feel yep. sorry for y'all. Love uh, you guys yeah, and gals. Y'all stay safe and uh, uh, remember to always smile because the Iceman could always be behind you. I'm cranking up on the throttle. This is how legends are made.